If you've ever loved an addict, you may have reached an exhausted, painful point where you felt broken and were struggling to just keep it all together. I am Kim Moore, and this is Smiling Again, where in each episode we remind you that you are not alone. Together, one thing at a time, we will take small steps to introduce little changes into your life to help you let go, break free of guilt, and live with self-compassion so that you can feel good on the inside and start smiling again. Hello and welcome back for another episode. Today I'm going to be sharing a difficult conversation with you. So bear with me and we'll see how this goes. I want to talk about that feeling of having a hurricane in your head. Or I have had a hurricane in my head. I call it a hurricane because it's that feeling of there's just so much going on that you can't hear yourself think over all of the noise that's going on in your head, all the various different thoughts that are swirling around. And I didn't even realize that there was this storm in my head. I guess I ignored it because it was normal to me. Now the word normal, we all use it a lot. And I heard a comment by Ashley C. Ford. Uh, She's the author of Somebody's Daughter, a wonderful memoir. And she was speaking on the Brene Brown Unlocking Us podcast, which I highly recommend. But in this episode, she said that normal are the things that should happen and common are the things that just do happen. So my life was a frenzy and I just didn't know it. I didn't notice because I was just so busy being busy and I was absolutely exhausted. I can look back now and now as I'm working on myself and I can see how my upbringing influenced my busyness. I can remember my mom and my grandmother always on the go. There was always a job that needed to be done. We lived on a farm, so there was always something to do. And I never saw my mum rest. And sadly, I don't think I ever saw her have fun. I can probably recollect one memory of my mum laughing. But I've got a ton of memories of my mum working. And here I was doing the same thing in my own life too. Juggling work, wanting to succeed in my career while raising two children. Then you mix my own behaviors with my husband's alcohol dependency. Well, that just led to me being in a frenzy. And I have to say that now with all I've learned and looking back, I now realize that it wasn't Chris's alcohol dependency that caused the frenzy. No, it was me. It was my behaviors and how I was managing with everything going on in our lives. I didn't realize that the frenzy made us late all the time. 
I didn't realize that the frenzy led to sleepless nights. I didn't realize that the frenzy kept me from being present with my own children. I was always busy in my head, preparing for the next drama, the next bit of chaos, always preparing for the unpredictable. And this storm in my head was fueled by my perfectionism, by my self-doubt, my guilt, and my own longing for love. My brain was always busy. <laughs> I was always busy. I always pushed to do more, fueled by that desire to create a happy home, a perfect family, and a beautiful house where there's a place for everything and absolutely everything in its place. <laughs> and longing for that loving husband, which I did have. I just didn't get to see him very much. He was absent. So when all of that life fell apart, the hurricane in my head got bigger. It didn't disappear. It got bigger. And it wasn't until the pandemic hit, which was three years after his death, three years after, I gave myself permission to slow down and to rest, to start to heal. I started to spend time at the seaside at my beach hut on a regular basis. It's the sound of the waves as they washed away the noise in my head. And my beach hut really has become my sanctuary. It's my quiet place that I call my little red happy place. I can go there to rest and to play. I've certainly introduced a lot more playfulness in my life. It's that time by the sea that does help make my worries and my stress just melt away. It just puts everything back into perspective for me. And as things quieted in my head, I find myself able to start to learn to meditate and to sit with myself. I started to be able to be still and to let go. Now I found that, you know, getting to this point in time, you know, even before I was able to calm the noise in my head, I developed little routines to help me cope better. So if you're finding that life is a little bit hectic, a little bit chaotic, here are some of the things that I used to do in those circumstances to help to help me be able to prevent a frenzy or to at least be able to deal with it better when it did happen. So these are a few things that I did that proved to be really helpful, especially uh, with children. So I would lay out all the clothes the night before and that just gave me a chance to make sure that all the kids' uniform pieces were there or the clothes were clean that you wanted to wear so there could be no surprises in the morning. So everything was ready. Second thing I did was I even <laughs> laid the table for breakfast. I know that sounds crazy, but it, gives, it gave me one less thing to have to do in the morning because mornings could be unpredictable with young kids and you never really knew how much time they would need. Things didn't always go according to plan. So laying the table 
just gave me more time in the morning and it helped me to just sort of think and organize meals for breakfast which I've always said to the kids is something you know we always sat down together and have had breakfast together it was that little bit of uh, calm family time before we all headed out the door and I did start to get up earlier in the mornings and that extra bit of time to start the day gave me that breathing space to do the things that I wanted to do sometimes it was just making a list um, and then I developed the habit of having two glasses of water as soon as I woke up every morning it's a nice healthy way to start the day and to cleanse your body and then I added in some exercise even if it was just five minutes five minute walk outside just doing something to get your body moving whether it's you know sitting on the yoga mat and doing some stretches or going for a walk outside in the garden whatever it was just a little bit of exercise and I still do that every every day after that get showered get dressed for some time over the years there was days I didn't shower I didn't tell anyone that but yeah there were days when I didn't shower just couldn't bring myself to doing it so make sure you add that into the routine to have a shower and now when I shower I even have a burst of cold water at the end and there's just something about that that just wakes your whole body up in your brain <laughs> it clears that fog in the head so I highly recommend that then throughout your day, another thing to do is to just make sure you take some short breaks. I have a rebounder in my office, and I'll jump on that, or I'll go walk outside in the garden, have a glass of water outside, just something to get me away from my desk now that I'm working from home. So important to plan in those breaks. And make sure to eat, eat lunch. I'm famous for skipping lunch, so this is one that I still work on. Uh, and and reach for something healthy, a nice salad, lots of fresh raw fruit, uh, vegetables and fruits are, are really good good to have in the middle of the day. In the afternoon, take another break. Make sure you take a break, plan in those breaks. And the big one for me, the game changer, was meditating, learning to meditate. Take some time for quiet time. I continue to practice meditation and building that skill to be able to you know, be still. And I do this on a daily basis and I try to do it twice a, twice a day. Learning to just step back and observe. Observing my thoughts, my feelings and my body. And in doing so, letting go. Letting go of so much. It's been incredibly helpful. So I no longer feel that hurricane in my head on a daily basis. Sometimes it does still get noisy, absolutely it does, but I'm in a better place to know what to do when that happens. So I rest, I play, <laughs> I meditate, and all of these things help. Now, I always like to end an episode with gratitude. So I'd like to share that I'm so grateful for my beach hut and also I'm grateful for having the courage to rest, to acknowledge my exhaustion, 
that it wasn't normal and to stop even when I felt I couldn't stop I think that was a scary one of the scariest things I've ever done is learning to stop to walk away from the work and rest that's done me a world of good so that one thing that you can take away from this episode the one thing that you can try to to support you on your healing journey is taking time to rest stop spend some time in nature it will help to quiet your mind give it a try you never know you might just find that you start smiling again this has been smiling again hosted by me kim moore let's walk this journey together one thing at a time taking small steps little actions every day which can help you let go and start smiling again don't forget subscribe on your favorite podcast platform including spotify google podcasts and apple podcasts see you next week Thank you.